This is Mirko Čolak and you're listening to Spoiler Country. It's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick and Jeff. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Goat of the Spoilerverse, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Johnny Horsley, and today on the show, well, it's Mirko Kolak, and Jeff got a chance to sit down and, and talk with him. Uh, if you don't know who that is, because I didn't know who it is until uh, Jeff told me, I'll check, look him up, man. The guy's a, f- a fantastic artist, been around for a little bit, done some great stuff. We're doing Conan, X-Men, um, Unholy Grail, Redstonia. His art is incredibly detailed, and uh Definitely worth yourself to check it out. Look up his bizarro drawing he did. It's, it's pretty fantastic. But enough of me rambling here. Let's go ahead and sit back and listen to Mirko Kolak and Jeff chat in their own words. Hi, welcome to Spoiler Country. Today we have the phenomenal artist, Mirko Cholak. Pleasure to um, speak with you, sir. Pleasure to be mine. It, it it definitely is fantastic. You're definitely seems like you're one of the harder artists right now going around. Everyone's talking about you. Um, well, I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope <laughs> so, really. Uh, and thank you. I'm doing my best. That's my job. <laughs> so, so so what? Where are you right now? Um, you're not you're not in the United States. What what country are, are you actually from right now? Uh, you know, it's somehow difficult to explain. But uh, if you ever heard for the former Yugoslavia. Yeah, well, I'm in I'm in, I'm in Serbia, which is a part uh, of the former Yugoslavia, basically located near Croatia and Bosnia. Oh wow! How um how is it over there, especially with COVID going around? Do you guys are you guys noticing it or no? Oh, we are free now. We are free now. We, we were locked down like uh, two months, but now we are free. Oh wow! That that must be extremely impressive. We're still locked down in the United States right now. We've been locked down for the most part for yeah, several I months. See. Yeah, I, see, I know. <laughs> I have a lot of friends there, so I know. Yeah. So, um, so did your country, you, how, how long were you guys in lockdown for? Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. you guys, are you still doing social distancing or no? Oh, absolutely. It was like uh, we have a curfew, curfew here, which basically means that we had uh, like only a few hours available for walking, you know, to buy something, you know. So the curfew was uh, pretty drastical, but we had like maybe 100 casualties, which is, uh, you know, Pretty small number, if you agree. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the United States, we just hit 105,000. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You know but, but you have a three, 300 million, right? We do have 350 million, and right now yeah. we it's about 105,000 dead and about 2 million um, cases. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Serbia apparently did it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. So, how, how did it impact your career? Or like, were you pencils down, or were you working throughout? Well, you know, recently I changed everything I I had in my mind. Uh, what I mean by that? So far, I was working on Cintiq, you know, digitally, but uh, I was sick and tired of PC. Windows, laptops, and now I change everything to iOS, and I'm working directly on iPad. So first, what what I did uh, usually I I, I I don't have the pencil face to be honest. I have only uh, sketch, and after that I jumped directly to. So basically, for the editors, that's 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 the way of of, of work. It's very strange to him, yeah. you know, because you know, pencil stage for me is just you know. Look, I, I'm feeling like uh, like I, I'm working two jobs at the same time <laughs> in, in pencil. So for me, it's the best way to not just sketch panels or pages, and yeah. then you know jump go directly to to the to to the ink. So that that's the my process. But yeah, every single man is different. So so, I, so I, yeah. I said, so while the so, crisis was happening, were you told not to work, or were you pay, working uh, straight through? Oh, well. Unfortunately, I, I'm one of the of the guys. Coronavirus relied like vacation. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really didn't work. Nothing special during those yeah. two months. But to be honest, I did like twelve pages for Todd. Oh wow! And uh, everything went went very good. Todd liked the pages, and for me, that's the you know the most important in the last two months. So you know. You have to know, and I and I have to admit that you know I'm very proud to work with Todd because that's the top of the world, baby. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well yeah, you're 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 basically working for one of the living legends of the industry right now. Yeah, I would say guru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guru of the comics, guru of the comic industry. Yeah, exactly, just... exactly. So I I bet a lot of our um, listeners are probably wondering what is the comic scene like in Serbia. Oh well, we we had we had a very strong comic scene back in the back in the back in the nineties, before the war, because before the Yugoslavia is part, because before the Yugoslavia went down. So I would say we we had like a third place in Europe, according to com. I mean, we had a third place in the Europe after Italy and after France. So we had a very strong scene. But, you know, after the war and after the old shit happened, now you can't, you can't live working as a comic artist here in Serbia. So you're forced to work uh, somewhere else, like France, like America. And that's it. I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So comic books just are, are not making it to the country anymore? Or is it, like, is it blocked? Or Can you say it again? You said you can't work in comic books in Serbia. Are the is the industry not making it not penetrating into your country, or is it being like blocked for censorship? No, I, I think I think you know you have to understand first one thing. We slept twenty years. What I mean by that, uh, you know, when when you have a war in your country, you can't you you can't think about the comics. You have to think about milk. You have to think about bread. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I always I was trying to, to thinking about. What would happen that the war didn't happen? Yeah, probably uh, former Yugoslavia would be the, I think, uh, very strong comic market. But unfortunately, after the the war, 
all other countries like Croatia, uh, Macedonia, Slovenia, and Serbia also, we are now just a small part of, of, of nothing, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, if you can imagine, the, 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 you know, how big, uh, how big is Serbia? It's like, uh, it's smaller than New York. Oh, wow. That... I, I think that New York has like uh, 8 million, right? You're probably, um, sounds about right. So Serbia, Serbia has seven, seven and a half. Oh wow! Now, I mean, I can't, ima- I can't imagine what it was like living through a war. I mean, luckily in this, in this, in this country, it's been a while since we've had one on on our soil. I, I can't imagine what that must have been like. It must, it, it, it must have been um, horrifying. Well, to be honest, uh, Serbia wasn't directly in the war because <clears throat> on our so- on our soil, but we went, okay. we went to the war in Croatia and Bosnia because. Um, some crazy people think that we had some 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 part of our soil there in Croatia in Bosnia, which is totally wrong. Yeah, and it was hard, you know. But but for me, for me personally, I I, I was a kid, you know. I, I didn't, didn't 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 have a chance. Fortunately, I didn't have a chance to meet the war. So, but but I think when the NATO bombing Serbia, that was a terrifying. Yes, that was a terrifying experience. Can you imagine the airplanes above your town? You know. Turning out the bombs, which is, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, God help. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I was gonna say, I mean, I, I think it's one of the people talk sometimes about privilege, and I do think a, a privilege of being in the country is that I've never had to think about stuff like that or imagine what that would like to to live through, and I can't imagine anyone having to. So, yeah, I, I would say that that's something I probably have never even considered. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, you know, the, the things like 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 war. For me, you know, for, for, for any normal people, it's just the the, the worst thing that could, could happen. You know, I think it's a it's a totally wrong. You know, you know better than me. Like right now, you have a problem there in America. We, we know with the, with with the, uh, George Floyd, right? Yep, that that's happening. Continue that's happening here. right now. Yep. And for us here in Serbia, in Europe, it basically that that's an impossible situation. You know, to have a to have a, you know. The black guy didn't do anything, you know, and then you have a white guy. Oh, can we change the subject? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'll be more than happy to change the subject. So I guess my, my next question was going to be um, about how, when did you know you were going to pursue uh, a career in comic books? Oh, and when I was a kid, uh, like seven years old or something, you know, back in the days in the former Yugoslavia, back in the 80s, the comics were very, very popular here. Every single boy or every even same single girl read the comic. So I was a first class uh, of the elementary school, and my, my teacher asked me, "What you wanna be when you grow up?" I said, "I will be the comic artist." And back in the days, it, it, it was a normal answer. Yeah. Uh, and basically, when I was a seven, seven years seven years old kid, I knew what will be, will be the, my job from now on. From ten to to now, uh, to now, I'm just think, thinking about the comics, and I'm just think how to improve myself, my work. And right now, it looks like I'm right, you know, because yeah. I'm wor- working with, with the Todd, which is you know, creme de la creme. That's it. There is nothing special, nothing special, really. This story. now, which comics were you reading as a kid? Like specific ones that you do you still remember? Yeah, of course, of course, because my country, Serbia, is located very very close to Italy. Basically, I read uh, only Italian comics. Uh, a bit later, when I was like 15 or something, 
I read the French comics. And when I was like 18, maybe 19, I started to read American comics like Spider-Man, Thor, Wolverine. And later I discovered DC Comics. I discovered Vertigo. Oh, yes. And I always always dreamed about to work with, with Vertigo. And I had a chance and I did one... Uh, issue with William Dennis, uh, who was my editor, uh, Social Country or something. I forgot the name. But then, then Vertigo closed the offices and the story is uh, over, unfortunately. Oh, uh, I'm sorry to hear, but Vertigo has always been one of my favorite pub- uh, imprints. I mean, you had Sandman, yeah, 100 Bullets, Fables. They were some fantastic titles. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, I'm in love with, with, with Vertigo, especially with 100 Bullets. 100 Bullets. And uh, after all this time, uh, I, I learned a lot from Rizzo, and I finally got chance got chance to to meet him, you know, a couple times already, Eduardo, and he's just fantastic artist, great man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you've written, um, now you've drawn comic books for France as well, and obviously American. Is is there a significant difference between the art styles and like the the tone for? let's say France versus United States comics versus ones that you have had in Serbia, or they pretty much um, follow a similar style and pattern and whatnot? Oh, it's totally different. Trust me. French comics is basically, they imagine the comics like a movie, you know, and they, yeah. they constantly insist to draw everything. Basically, they, uh, the French panels are more wider. Okay. More, the, the camera is more, more, more far away from the, from the, from the action. In American comics, the next story I will tell you is really true. Uh, I, I remember I was working with um, for Marvel. Just forgot the name of the title, but it doesn't matter. I had to draw the Detroit, you know, and I, I drew everything. I mean, every single uh, window, every single building, every single house, everything, every, everything. Yeah. And, and my 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 pal, my editor, then said to me, "Oh, Mirko, that's great, but for what fucking reason you drew drew every single window in that building?" <laughs> You know, that's the main reason. That's the main reason be- between the French and the American comics. In America, you know, in American comics, you have to uh, be prepared to draw a lot of uh, talking heads because of the of the characters. I mean, I would I would say it's, it's more everything is more about the fix in, in American comics. If of course in inaction. So, but, okay. but for that, you you don't need the buildings and the cars and the aliens. Of course, that, that's that's different. You know. Oh. And, That's so and, cool. And, you know, in the French comics, in the French comics, it, it, the format is different. You know, you have 48 pages uh, in one book and they look very luxury. Really, it looks like a real book and uh, it's pretty expensive. It's, 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 it's about uh, 13 euros, which is like 15 or 16 dollars. So it's pretty expensive, you know. And the biggest difference, like, like I said, uh, everything is about the camera. Camera is much closer in American comics than in French. So, so for an artist, which is more interesting for you, the French version or the American version? Oh, American, definitely, <laughs> definitely, because <laughs> you know, I'm kind of used uh, already. Back in the days, uh, you know, my answer was probably I like the French, but uh, if you ask me now, I definitely have to choose. I have to choose American comics because, uh, like I said, I'm used to it already. After all these years. So which artist do you think influenced you the most? Um, in either style, French or uh, American style? Oh, that, that answer is w- very easy for me because uh, I don't know, you ever heard 
Have you ever heard for the French comic artist uh, Jean Giraud, Mebius? Honestly, I will admit that I do not. It, what, what was he known uh, for, if you don't mind? Basically, the most popular title he did is Lieutenant Blueberry and Inco. He, he, he also did one issue, one issue, 10 issues of Silver Surfer back oh, in wow. the 90s. Okay. Uh, he, you know, if you just type in his name in Google, you will see who is the master. <laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> he was just in America. John Buscema or Buscema, whatever you call him. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Is Buscema or Buscema? Either one is probably sounds better than what I would have come up with, so I'll go with yes on both, because <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know the name when I see it, but I'm like I'm a horrible with name, so the fact that you even came with sounds like is correct is probably better than what I came up with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also, Eduardo Rizzo. Eduardo Rizzo is one, one of the guys I like a lot in yep. his art in 100 Bullets. And, and later he had, like I forgot the name of the title, Something according to moonshine or something. Okay, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. But uh, the, it, 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 the the French I'm gonna say the French name that you came out with. If you could um, at some point just send me the spelling of it, and I'll I'll go I'll look it up later because uh, I'm yeah. definitely curious. I just obviously horrible spelling names. It's just as bad as I am with pronouncing them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. He's just he was an amazing artist, man. Uh, he died uh, like uh, four years ago. Oh. I met him twice. I met him twice. He's in, in Paris. And uh, he was really, really my master, definitely. Well, like I said, please show me, um, send me over the name. I would love to um, look up the information on that. I'll probably maybe yeah, I'll yeah. Even post some of the images. You will, you will be blown away. Well, now I'll be blown away with what you're doing with your work. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I, I actually was looking up your your issues when that you worked on Red Sonia, and they were brilliant. You have a brilliant style. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, that's the fact because uh, you know. Um, I don't here in, in Serbia uh, when I was a kid. The Conan was one of the, my favorite character, not just mine. Yeah, everybody loves him, you know. And the, the Sonia is like, like just a the woman come, <laughs> you know. The, the rest Sonia is just like a like a woman who has like a similar character like a Conan. And for me, yeah. that world is very very well known. So it was like pretty much easy for me to work on, on the Red Sonia. And I and I said and I thought the pages you did like they were fantastic. They were they had a very lushness to them. They had you could you know the battles uh, had you could feel the scope of scope of it, and it didn't feel yeah. at all cluttered. Because sometimes some pages you can tell an artist sometimes can clutter the page and make it almost confusing. But yours is so clean looking. You can you know you you feel it. And I thought that was f phenomenal. Oh, thank you, thank thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, really, I I really like to tell you, I really understand the whole atmosphere and the whole world around Sonia or around Conan. So for me, I, I know it's always uh, a pleasure and an obligation to work on the title like a, like a Red Sonia or like a Conan I did for, for Dark Horse back in the days. And uh, I really understand uh, what people want from, from me. And uh, I mean, if you, if you look, uh, if you take a look at, at the Red Sonia now, uh, what we have there, we have a big boobs, right? Yeah, we have a we have a big ass, right? <laughs> yeah, and everything, is, and everything is just just you know just like that. You know, I I thought maybe it's better idea to start um, to think about the red Sonia like a normal woman, but with, with some serious skills. You know, yeah, yeah. That 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 was the concept for me and for 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 the dynamic comics. So I really enjoyed doing my work to, to on red Sonia, and hopefully I I will do more pages. 
And next year, something like that, I have some some uh, conversation with Nate Colby, which is uh, who is the editor at Red Sonia. And uh, probably next year, I will start to work again on Sonia. Definitely. Now, now, when you stopped working on Sonia, was that because you got the position with McFarlane? No, 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 no. I never, I never, uh, I will, I will never break any contract, or I'll never, never stop to work, no matter what. So uh, the things we talked. I met him in, in, in New York last year during the New York Comic Con, and he approached to my table. He approached to my table, to my booth, and asked me, "Miracle, Miracle Kolak, is that you?" I said, "Yeah, that's me." And he said to me, okay, okay, cool, I'm Todd. Can you write me your email address here? Uh, at the first glance, I did not recognize him. And uh, I was <laughs> like, who is that guy? Yeah. I, I plan to, to say him, go go back in line, man, and sketch it through the box. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but uh, can, I, can I spot the, the girl behind the, the, the Todd? And I was suspicious because the, the girl looked so nice. He was dressed like a, like a princess. Yeah, yeah. Said to, who is that guy? I know him. Who is that guy? And I, then I said something uh, probably historical. I said to, to Todd, oh my gosh, you're Todd fucking McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> and he said to me, yes, that's me. And uh, later, <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I think in January, he called me. He, we made an agreement. Uh, we made a deal. We had a nice chat. And uh, since then, everything is, you know, goes... Uh, Pretty well. That, that that must have been a nice phone call. After did you after you gave him the email and the convention ended? Did you ever think you were going to hear back from him, or did you were you confident that he was going to come back to you? No, I I, I was pretty confident because um, you know I, I'm I'm an artist. You know I know how to how to read the people. You know, yeah. and he came to he came to, to my booth. You know, like a real professional, like a real master of the comic book industry, and and I don't know. Some some movements, uh, his movement movements made me think that I'm right. I'm the, the first pick on draft. Yeah, it, it definitely. It, I, I was right. I was right because I think he had in mind that story like two years already in yeah. his mind, but uh, he he didn't have a chance to find the real guy with with the style he wants. So he said some he saw some pages from from. Uh, for me, I don't know even which one, but now I realize my style is definitely the right one for the story he wants. Now, now, is it intimidating to be working for Todd McFarlane? Because once again, you're working with another. You're you're a great artist, and obviously McFarlane is a very famous artist. Is, does that yeah. make it more intimidating? Does it make it feel? Um, is it more relaxed because you know he knows what you're going through? How, how does that work on 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 your psyche, as it were? Honestly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I didn't even think about that. I mean, uh, I never had a I never had a you know problem with with the famous with the famous guys because uh, you know he's just a regular guy like he, and uh, yeah. but Todd is really really you know I know I don't know the English, I know the Serbian uh, Serbian word for this <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's he's a real professional guy and he he told me like okay Mirko if you if you don't understand some situation. Just, do anything, whatever you want. I will write around your 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 panels. <laughs> so so uh, I have full freedom here. Cool. And uh, working with Todd is just you know an amazing experience. I, I'm so grateful. Yeah, I must I must say I've never had the, the pleasure of interviewing him, un, un, unfortunately. But what is you know what, what's he like as a as, as a guy? Is he kind of is he is he kind of chill? Does he have a temper? 
Like, is he... Oh, he's he's a very relaxed guy, relaxed one. You know, he's um, totally chill. I mean, uh, in some point, I, I think I'm sp- I'm spoke with I'm speaking with the with the, with the kid. You know, sometimes yeah. the, the other time, you know, he was very professional, very serious about the project, uh, and uh, everything I I put on my pages, he you know he checked uh, like five times. Uh, Oh, Mirko, can you move this, put the glass on? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's a very, very, for me and for my understanding, he's a great, great professional guy. But now, very busy. Uh, I bet he, I mean, well, that means at the toys, he's got his own comic with Spawn. He's working with, with you. Yep. Now, in creating the story, how collaborative is it? Does, does you have, do you have some say in the direction of the story or are you working off like a full script or plot? How's that? What was the system with between you two? Todd prefer to to, to wrote first to write first twelve pages, and after after I finish those twelve pages, he will write again the new twelve. So that does the that's the how how he works. And for me, it's the same situation. Even if I work on five pages or ten pages or twelve pages, it doesn't matter for me. So, but basically, what is difference here? You know, the comic script is it's like a, like a movie script. So, but but Todd Todd different approach here and he writes a plot like he writes a uh, um, <laughs> let's say like a like a like a tv show because i think that he has some plans for the tv shows and okay. you know it looks like a book he described on the page what's happening there is no panel one panel two panel three panel four there is a bunch of just a bunch of the, of the words and i have to you know, understand what is what is more most important here, and to put on the page, whatever five five panels, two panels, double spread or whatever. And in in fact, it works fantastic for me. Uh, I understand better what is important on the page, and uh, like I said, for me, it's it's a better way to work on the comic. Now, what you're working on with Todd is it a is it a graphic novel? Is it a miniseries? Is it going to be ongoing? Hopefully, it will be ongoing. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Uh, the story, the story uh, is. is uh, I can't tell you, you know, so much. But the story is: they had a very famous, very rich father who was a fashion guru back in the seventies. And uh, basically, this story will, will you know, uh, it's it's kind of parody between uh, superheroes and the regular people, and okay. uh, it's it's crazy. <laughs> really, it's crazy. Uh, Four sons, like I said, those four sons had a very rich, very famous father who died, and uh, and he left the company to the sons, right? But yeah, those four sons hate each other. <laughs> and, of course, yeah, and because of that, they will they will become a recognizable like superheroes because of their clothes they were. They will they will have a clothes like back. In the seventies, so, you know, okay. long sleeves, uh, a lot of flowers on the on the t shirts. Uh, like, is it like uh, disco? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the disco era, <laughs> like, like, a, like a freaking disco era. Yes, and uh, <laughs> they will not have any superpower, but they will be recognizable. Like I said, because of their clothes. It's so, so you said it's, so. You said it's like a it's a parody. Almost, not, not almost. exactly, but almost. I mean, we will not, we will not cracking jokes about uh, the superheroes or about Batman, about you know. But it, it, it will be totally different to see four guys in in, in a funny clothes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in the present day in New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, with no power, 
and they will they will be recognizable just because of that, you know. So, <laughs> that's they, so they, cool. They, they walk around like a like like a madman, you know. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's 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 the, that's the, that's the basically you know the 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 core of the story. So those four sons. So stylistically, it sounds like it's going to be quite different than what um, Todd does with Spawn. So it's going to be it's almost like a complete opposite tone wise. Uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, I mean, on this story, I, I, I first I, I, I had I had to change my artistic style. Not so much it will be recognizable that that's obviously me, but Todd asked me to 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 work with the cleaner line. You know, I said to him, "What do you mean cleaner line? I mean, have you ever seen the red coin? That's the clean line." He <laughs> said to me, "Even even even more cleaner." Whatever that means. So the style, the style in this book will be a bit different. But again, I'm back into my roots because I start, I start my career with just lines, without any shadows, without any black spots. Which is, you know, if you agree with me, the strongest discipline in in this sport. You know, yeah, yeah. If, if you can draw with just, with just line, you know, that's 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 something, you know. A million of artists try to avoid that. Some some famous said once, "If you're in doubt, just put put the black spot." <laughs> <laughs> you know. So so basically, I'm I, I'm back to my roots. You know, uh, I'm pretty comfortable with with it so far. Well, I I will definitely say that from my interest, I, I usually prefer a cleaner pan. A bit honestly, I I feel sometimes you can get lost in the clutter of a lot of you know shading and everything like that. I, I prefer cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the shadow and the black spots, you can hide your, you know, um, your mistakes. Yeah, if you know, that, if you know what, I, what I mean. But if you have a clean line, you know, there is no space for 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 mistakes. I always like talking to artists and figure out how they do approach their images. I mean, I'm, I'm a writer. Unfortunately, I can't draw for the life of me. I never, I wish, wish I had, but never could. But as yeah. a as a writer, I always like hearing how artists do approach it and the philosophy behind their work. And I do th- I think that's interesting that the, the clean line is, I don't know if I ever thought that was um, considered it from the point of view of difficulty. And I guess I, I can see what you're saying. That would be that's the more, maybe almost an honest, the more honest drawing is the clean, clean style. Mm, yeah, I, I think yes. Because, you know, for example, if you know, I know how to explain that because I'm an artist, you're, you're the writer. So, but when you have head, when you have to, to sketch the head, you know, and uh, when you may, when you manage to to sketch that head with just line, and that every single, so the, every single part of the of the face is on the right spot, without any mistakes, that's success, you know. But with the shading, of course, you, you have to know how to shade the, the, the object. But like I said, if you made a mistake, it's always good idea to put some shadow on that eye because otherwise you look very nasty or something like that um, <laughs> i don't know the clean line is just you know i don't i, I don't i don't want to sound rude or rude or something like that but the clean line is just uh, just showing that the artist who does the clean line is just a confident to work on with, with clean lines okay. for example i i i i, I told you um, uh, about eduardo rizzo he 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 does everything with with a lot of uh, black shadows, but I he, like his work, you know. But I never would, would never would, never would like to see 
those black spots on my pages, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I got you. I, I got you. Yeah, that, that, that's the whole point. So it, it sounds like, on some level, the, the cleaner style there takes way more mastery of skill than it does. I guess you would say the other one. Oh, no. The first one, absolutely. Because, you know, like I said, one mistake and, and the, the, the people to, will, will recognize the mistake. But with a lot of shadows, you, you can hide a lot of things. That's, that's the truth, even if it hurts. So, so when you're doing your, when you're work, sending in your pages to the tug, obviously, you know who's you know been around for a long time. Is he? Do you yeah. find that he's better at spotting the mistakes than a regular editor or a writer have been? Oh yeah, yeah, of course, because he's an artist, you know. And uh, but to be honest, I, so far I didn't have any problem with him because he has some no camera position or something. But for the for just an art, nothing. Uh, I mean, you know. I'm very serious about about uh, sketching my sketching my characters because I learned a long time ago that every single brain has limitation, has his own edge, and uh, if you want to draw sketch some uh, realistic guy, okay, you you can imagine something like ninety percent of, of of that guy how he's standing there or how how he's sitting there, but those ten percent you have to see. If you want to be total, totally realistic with your art, okay. If you if if you if you know what I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I do. I would say basically, you can imagine ninety percent how some person stand in a, in, in a space, right? Yes. But those ten percent, you can you have to see to, to to sketch that guy exactly how he stands. So. When I, when I, basically almost every single character in Red Sonia is me. Even Red Sonia is me. Okay, <laughs> that's you cool. Know, you know what? I, uh, yeah. Uh, if 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 you see some realistic figure in, in in the comics, you have to know that someone takes a model and make the, the art from, from that. So I take a lot of reference. Uh, me, of course. <laughs> Of, of course, of me, and uh, I never, I never, I never tried to, to to work on something if I didn't see the pose. So, okay. uh, of course, that can help with the Marvel because in Marvel, I mean, I can jump like a Spider-Man. You know, so right, right. <laughs> I, have to, I have to imagine how it looks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, are you, are you so basically, or what you're doing with your art? Are you standing from a mirror? Are you taking just taking pictures of you in like selfies and different poses? Yeah, I have some a small studio here in my house, in my house, and a few of tripods, and uh, just put the, the camera there and just take some 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 photos and uh, put put on my screen and then draw on the paper well, on my iPad. How okay? I must ask then. How hysterical is it for you to find yourself posing in a Red Sonia pose? Like, do you ever find oh. yourself just laughing at yourself because it just seems like because obviously a girl, you know, in your story is posing, it's going to be obviously different. Then you know a guy would normally pose probably quite often. Do you find yourself just you know laughing at yourself quite often? No, I, I think it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's you know it's, it's part of job, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know how to draw, it doesn't matter. Uh, it is me or it is some girl because you know it's basically what is different. Difference. Uh, I have no boobs. Yeah. The red Sonia have boobs. Uh, I have a bigger shoulder, and uh, you know. Red Sonia has smaller shoulders. That, that's the only difference, you know, and, and the longer legs. 
but but the body is the body so uh, i yeah. think that that's the but that, that's a hilarious when, when i said to the, to the fans at the new at the, at the booth new york during the comic convention are you like the rest sonia she said oh yeah yeah, yeah it's amazing she's beautiful man oh that's me thank you <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh, that probably just that probably just psyched to me he's like oh man i've been i've been like staring at basically you for how many hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh poor confused soul now <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> You, what you, we're gonna have to do is put on like those fake, a uh, fake like boob strap or something, so you can cover those as well. You can do it completely. Oh, I didn't, didn't didn't occur to you well. You said boobs or what? No, put them on like like fake strap ones, so so it's, you can cover what they would look like when you're posing. I can't hear you, man. Nothing now. Oh, don't don't, don't worry about it. Can can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. No, I was just joking around about what, if if you were to have try try to copy a look of the the boobs themselves when when you're doing Red Sonia. So I was just, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> they have like those fake ones that they wear in like movies and stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> Straight from my head, man. <laughs> that, that, that was funny though. It, 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 at times like that, it must be you might find the in, the fascination of your job when you're doing those poses and think to yourself, "This is what I do with my time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Now. Do you ever go through, because I know there are books on poses. Do you ever refer to those or do you do it directly with yourself? No, 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 no I never. Uh, look, uh, I tried a couple of times, you know, to, 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 to read the books about art, but basically it didn't help a lot because uh, I had my approach very soon. And I realized that if I take a look at the, at the man who's just sitting there and I just need to, you know, to catch just a few basic lines of his let's say pose and uh, that's it I, I i don't need to stare at him one hour you know to to, to sketch to make him looks good on my art uh and then, you know i don't know i always try to 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 learn from from the older guys especially here in europe like i said i learned a lot from romabius and uh, i learned a lot from the sham or whatever yeah uh, but from the Artistic books, no, almost nothing. Now, are, basically, are they, everything, every, basically everything is, is is set up like this. If you work enough, there's definitely no chance, no chance for you to, to make a fail, to make a fail, fail from or to to to, to make a fail. Why I said that? Because if you want something so strong, there is no chance. You know, imagine like this: if I want to to to, to work on the column again. Enough. I will work on the corner. That's that's that's. It, everything depends on you. If you yeah. want to work, if you want to, you know, de- develop your 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 style, your art, you have to sit back, relax, and to work. But you can go, uh, you know, in in the bar to drink to drink the beers, or the whiskey, uh, and you know, spend time with, with with the girls and do nothing. You know, the, the, yeah, yeah. The most important thing: sit back and relax and work. That's that's that's. That's all. All I have to say because I'm getting a lot of questions. You know, oh, can I work for Marvel? And he has like 19 years old. He has yeah. like 19. I said for Marvel, really? You already want to work for Marvel? That's that's amazing, man. I mean, when I when I had when I had 19, I was like, oh, God, help me to to get any job. I'm not for Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting lots of stupid questions over the Twitter. You know about. Oh man, can you help me? This can, I can, and I want to help. I help a lot of people, you know, so far. 
but I can help if if you are a lazy bastard, you know, and you want <laughs> you know and you want to you want to 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 catch the job or or, or a gig over the night. It it doesn't doesn't work like that. Now, when 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 you're separating those who are successful versus the artists who are not going to be successful, it really would, does come down to work ethic. It, it, I and I totally yeah. Agree with you that I mean I do see a lot of people who are good artists but they're just not doing anything really and it's, I'm just saying yeah, myself they are lazy bosses yeah or you know they don't have a good you know the work as far as you know I've worked with some artists you know and they are just unprofessional they don't turn out work you know at any um, level of uh, speed or uh, consistency they don't or they don't put the effort in into the work when they do do something, they just try to like throw it together. I'm thinking to myself, that is the difference between someone who's going to be a professional and successful versus someone who's going to still be working, you know, um, begging for work because they're not putting that kind of effort in or professionalism to it. Yeah. Uh, this is just a sport like, 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 like a basketball, like a soccer, like a football, American, you know, if you put everything you have, Right now, two months later, two years later, twenty years later, you will be became something, something, someone. You know, definitely. Right now, I I can tell you five names in Serbia, who is better than me. But but what's the problem? They are lazy bastards. Yeah, yeah. They are lazy bastards. You know, if I have deadlines, okay, I know. Ten, ten, I have to finish my issue. Okay, nothing else exists at the moment for me. Nothing. Just a job. I don't. I I don't go uh, at the local restaurants. I don't go to the bars. I don't go to the Irish pubs. No, nowhere. I'm staying at home. I'm staying in my studio, and I'm work. I work like like a man, you know. And, but you know, unfortunately, ninety five percent of the people are not like me or like uh, any other success. If you take if you take if you, if you take a look carefully, right now in this very moment. You have like um, thirty-five, maybe forty artists who had who have a work constantly. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. The situation in the comic book industry now it's only on the back of those 40, uh, 30, 35 or forty men. Yeah. That's that's the I think uh, that's good for us, of course, but uh, it's a bad for for the for the comics. I think. Yeah, and like, and like I said, I, having put together a few, I mean, I'm obviously nowhere near your guys' levels, but I've done a few indie comic books, a uh, small market, obviously, very small market. Yeah. And I've worked with artists, and, you know, I'm paying artists. And like I said, it, I can see, and I get, you know, it's frustrating. You work with an artist, and I mean, some of it I get to some extent, some I don't. Like, you'll be an artist, you know, you, you agree to a page, um, to a price for, per page. And, yeah. you know, and you, and you agree to a certain amount of pages per month. And then, you know, after two or three months, there's, you know, either they're complaining, you know, I don't, well, I want more pay than you agreed and it, or they're not going to put out the pages that you want them to myself. There's a professional issue there. You know, once you make an agreement, you keep to it. Once you say a deadline, what you're going to complete, you follow through. And that's yeah, those yeah, are the people yeah. who will be successful, who can do I, that. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, uh, if you promise something, uh, okay, the page will be done uh, for 10 days. There is no space or room for for the eleven days. No, it will be. It must be or ten on the tenth day or, or even the day before. I had one situation when I was a younger. When I started to work with with Marvel, it was uh, back in two thousand ten, I think. Uh, I think, and I was scared. I was was unprepared. I was, you know, and uh, my first issue. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the title. 
I forgot the I forgot the, even the the writer. It was one. <laughs> it was a famous one. Yeah. Some forces or something like that. doesn't matter. In fact, and I started late. Uh, I started late, and uh, but unfortunately, I had an amazing editor, Alejandro Arbona, and he told me, "Man, uh, this is totally acceptable because you're the young, and uh, you don't know how the things work here in Marvel. So take it easy, and don't 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 you worry." And somehow he recognized my my talent and and. Uh, my wish to work for Marvel, and I get and I got second chance, and that was uh, the Red Skull, and the Red Skull was the uh, top one uh, back in 2011 for Marvel for a couple months. After that, everything is just history, I guess. Yeah, and I th- and I think I mean it was great that you had a, a cool editor, and and I, I and I do think I mean everyone does have the moments where. They do make a mistake or they do can miss something. But as long as that's the the odd situation and not the norm that, you know, I think we, everyone can, ex, you know, I think rec- can recognize that their mistakes, you know, and there's going to be problems in a while. But I do think, as you said, it is the professional who does go. That will not be the norm. Yeah. If you if you don't make a mistake, how to learn something? I, I think uh, I wish I had more mistakes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with an odd desire. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, that's very simple. You, you you get a chance to work what you dream about, and you got the chance, and you blew it up. I mean, I, I really understand. I don't understand that. I mean, I know so many artists who you know dreamed about to to, to become a comic artist. When they get a chance, uh, they blew it. I don't know. I really I really understand that. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm too old for this shit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I don't. Well, no, I mean, I get it. I mean, um, as I mean, as a writer, I've been on a couple. I've been on a project. I was I was being paid for, and you know, I worked on it for a while. And I thought I tried to my best what the what the the publisher wanted with the comic book, and we. I realized after it took it was almost three weeks that, but I realized we were not on the same page or not. We didn't have the same vision for it. And like I said, I think I I did the professional thing. I I told him, you know, you know what, this isn't for me. You know, keep the money. Your or you know, keep the pages. Keep the money. And I walked away. But at least you have. You should do the the adult thing and say, "I'm done," or "You're not. This is not for me." Instead of you know, put you know, prolonging things. You know, I think that's also an important thing to do. You know, if you're going to step back, to step back, or if you're gonna if you're and if you're gonna dive in, dive in completely. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a situation with Marvel. I accept uh, some gig with um, DC Comics. I was working with Green Lantern, and uh, suddenly I received the email from from the editor. And uh, he asked me if I can jump in the wagon with the, uh, with the, not Star Trek. You know, uh, I forgot. Star Wars, man. <laughs> Star Wars. Okay, very cool. It, it was like, oh wow, Star. It, 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 it's you know, it's a, it's a, such such a honor to, to work with on Star Wars. But you know, I had a already. Seen, I said, unfortunately, I can't. I can't. My friends, my 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 family told me you're crazy. So what? What? I, I should expect that. I should accept that. And then what? To, to start to, to later or, or what? So no, no. If 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 you sign a contract, if you if you make a deal with your editors, with your publisher, you're you have obligation to finish that job, and after that you have continue to to to, to look around for for another gig. But you know, I, just I, just like in in the life, you know, the, the best opportunity suddenly comes, and, and you know, I I, I you know. 
who knows why is that good? You know, maybe I, I will not work with Todd today I, I, that I was accepted to, the, to work on the Star Wars. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah. really. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I think the most important thing for anyone is you have honor and your word. The only thing you can ever hold and I think really keep is your word on things. And that's what you should be always held to. And once you lose, I think once people realize you can't keep your word on something, nothing you do after that has value because you can't be trusted to keep on a project. You can't be trusted to, to, you know, to, to follow through on things. I think once you lose that, you do lose um, your you know profession. You lose yourself a little bit as well. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 it's a very, very, a very hard to find any job after that. I don't want to mention any names, but I know a lot of people, you know, who, who did and who still does the great and amazing piece of artwork, but because of the, you know, short deadlines, they started too late and uh, they never get another opportunity to work with the, with the biggest publisher. You know, if you work for the small publisher, uh, even in Serbia, you can you, you can leave it. You, you can you can't own uh, enough money to live even in Serbia. So the, the point is, you, in the bottom line, you have to work with the biggest publisher on the world if you can, and if you plan to leave, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, especially in comic books, it's a very small community. The, the world of comic books is such a small community that things get around immediately. You know, everyone knows who you can't work with. Everyone knows who you can work with. And it, like I said, it gets around. It's, it's too small of a community for it not to get around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the problem is uh, everybody knows that. We just think that don't don't speak, don't talk on the coffee, don't don't speak to each other. But it's not true. Uh, they they are very friendly and they are walking around the New York, you know, together. Yeah. And that that's a normal thing. But uh, you know, the, the the thing is, you know, here in Europe, especially in Serbia, the guys here think that about uh, the comic book industry and. Um, in America, like it's a, such a large community. I said no, it's like one or two percent of whole America basically likes the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is which is true. If 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 you take a look, how many issues of, of the Spider-Man are, are sold? Yeah, it basically means that it's like a two percent of people in America buy the comics. Yeah, know? I mean, and um, I mean, a comic that sells sixty thousand copies in a country of three hundred thirty million—that's a very small yeah, percentage. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's very. But but the other hand. On the other hand, you know, Marvel had um, had Marvel have very good approach with the movies, you know, and somehow somehow they managed to push the comics uh, even further because of the of the new new brand new movies. Yeah. I, I had a I had a pleasure to visit uh, Marvel Studios in New York, and uh, and I realized that you know they're they're very clever and they they and they know exact, exactly what they are doing. Of course, every, everyone everyone makes mistakes, but also may make mistakes. But uh, so far, with my man CB Sobolski, who's my friend, yeah, he's he's a, he's the main guy in the, right now in in Marvel. And I have to say, CB, if you're listening, <laughs> CB, if you're listening, you're doing your job very well. He, if, he made he made if, if, he made. He made America great again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, I think, I mean, that's true with Marvel. And by the way, if uh, uh, CB Sobolski or Tommy Fry want to come on the show, that's fantastic with us. <laughs> so we'll open that. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll open that invitation right now. And if you want to make, help us make a connection, please do. But I've had I've had um, debates with uh, a lot of people in the in the comic book world about the movies, and I've always stood firm on the idea that 
the movies do help the industry, comic book industry, that whether or not you realize it or not, by either helping to fund the comic book industry or by bringing people to the comic book industry, they do help a lot, and especially Marvel's doing. Some people disagree yeah, with yeah, it, absolutely. but I think they do. Yeah, absolutely. Somehow, I think you know, the comics and the movies are together simple stronger, especially on the part where the comic is. You know, an example from Serbia, you, you know, everybody knows from not because of the comics, but because of the of the movies. And they, then they start to buy in the comics here in Serbia, like a Thor, like a Avengers, like a X-Men, like a Wolverine. So basically, the comic uh, book industry right now is very well supported by the movies. Yep. And, Absolutely. And, and I mean, when you think about it, like you said earlier, if 2% of... I can hear you. The, uh, can you hear me now? Hey, man. Hey, uh, I was... I would say if yeah, 2% okay. of the industry is buying comic books right now and you can bring 1% of the, the movie watches to comic books, you increase your readership by 50%. That's a huge number and it doesn't take much. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah, I agree yeah. with you 100% on that. Just just for, uh, we're, we're pushing about an hour, so I just want to go back just a little bit on McFarlane. I have two questions left for you on, on, on the McFarlane thing and then I'll, the first one being so how far along you how far along are you in the, the series? Are you complete the first issue? Are you on the second issue? Oh no no no! We just started. We, we just we just started like two weeks ago. Okay. Two weeks ago, I did first twelve pages, and Todd is right now. Todd has he has how to say that he has a different uh, different kind of the work to do uh, um, right now. But this this coming week, I will become his f- number one project. It's kind of slow, but but for me right now, after the, all this Corona shit virus and and, and, yeah, and the yeah. lockdowns we have here in the curfews, this pace. Uh, so um, I like I said, I did twelve pages, and next week, like I told, we'll come back from the traveling across America, and we'll start to work. I think uh, with a much faster pace. So so I, I I know it's a very secret project, but are you able to share with me the title of the series? Uh, yes, here comes the sun. That's the here come the suns. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. Here comes uh, the suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that—that's the name of the title. It's not a—it's not a super secret, but the, 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 that's all I can say now. It will be pretty shocking. It will be pretty shocking for for the comic book industry, especially because Todd knows how to write things, um, and he knows how the artists. Thinks about about approaching to the, to the different uh, kind of stories, and he knows he's a guru. Like I said, <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> he knows that. When, when when can your fans expect to see some pages from the series? Very soon, very soon. As soon as I as soon as I get uh, I get the green light, I will post some pages, some pages or some panels. I I don't think so. I I, I would. Post let's say I can post the whole page, but I will post some panels, and examples from the pages, and uh, I'm sure it will be very soon. I already post some some pencils, like maybe two or three on Twitter, and I I got a lot of messages, private messages in my inbox, like oh what is this? It looks <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to post uh, as soon as as soon as possible what I did now with the thought, but I'm waiting basically, you know to get the, the, the green light and that, that's it no, not, not anymore not more. I, I think um, you should be following your Twitter and you will see everything there 
Well, I, I I can't I can't really can't wait to see it. I'm very excited. Once again, I'm a huge Todd McFarlane fan. I, I've been reading Spawn consistently, so I, I would love to see what his what he does next. Your art is phenomenal, so I must admit I'm 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 eagerly anticipating um, seeing more of it. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. You'll be but surprised. Trust me. I I definitely think I will be. Thank you so much, man. You are fantastic. I really appreciate you giving your time to me, and I can't wait to see to hear uh, or to read. Uh, Here comes the suns. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to speak spoke with you. You're you're you are you are absolutely phenomenal. Like- back that was a lot of fun uh mariko's got some stuff coming up with uh with over at image with todd mcfarlane and it's uh it's pretty cool you should just google it and you'll, you'll see some pretty cool stuff thanks so much mariko for coming on uh this was really a lot of fun uh jeff had fun i really enjoyed listening to it and uh hope to have you come back on sometime so without further ado let's wrap this up uh that's you know got uh actual real work to do today so as always, you can check us out on any podcatcher. Just look for Spoiler Country. You can go to spoilerverse.com and check out our show and all the other shows we have on the network, as well as articles and reviews and previews and more fun stuff like that. And, uh, you know, go to the store link, pick up a t-shirt, pick up a hoodie, pick up something. Uh, helps us here. Keep the lights on. You know, we do all this out of our own pocket and just for fun. Uh, we have we love this so much. It's a lot of fun to do. We wouldn't do this if we didn't love it. But helping pay the bills is you know, pretty awesome, too. Well, you know, that's a show, guys. And there's just one more thing to do. And that is... In notions of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. And as Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind and read more.